Rabbi Shmuel Golden, Parshas Bo. As the intensity of the afflictions increases over the course of the Makos, Paro offers three compromise positions to Moshe Rabbeinu and to B'nai Israel. Number one, worship God in Egypt. Number two, depart Egypt temporarily with some of the people while others remain. And number three, depart Egypt temporarily with the entire nation, but leave your cattle behind. Moshe emphatically rejects each of these compromises in turn. The second of these two, when Paro offers that some of the people leave, appears towards the beginning of Parsha's bow in the following puzzling conversation between Moshe and the king. Paro turns to Moshe and says, Luchu do go ahead and worship your Lord. But tell me, who's going to go? Moshe responds to the king as follows. We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters, with our sheep and with our cattle, for it is a festival of Hashem for us. And as we glance at this conversation, a number of questions emerge. Firstly, how can Paro ask, after all that has taken place, who are going to go? Isn't it abundantly clear by this point that God is demanding freedom for the entire nation? On the flip side of the coin, why does Moshe answer Paro in such confrontational fashion? He could simply have said, we all must go. Why antagonize? Why risk further antagonizing the king with the unnecessarily detailed proclamation why not simply say, we all have to leave? Seems to be an unnecessarily undiplomatic way of dealing with the king. If you back up for a moment, perhaps you might realize that there is much more taking place in this conversation than initially meets the eye. The, converse, the negotiation between Moshe and Paro at this moment overlays a monumental confrontation between two towering civilizations. As Paro and his court begin to face with growing understanding the true nature of the new culture that is destined to cause Egypt's downfall. Paro is neither being obtuse nor intentionally confrontational when he raises the question, who are they that shall go? In fact, his question is abundantly reasonable in light of Moshe's original request. Moshe, God did not instruct Moshe at the Sneh to ask for total freedom for B'nai Israel. From the very outset, the appeal to the king was to be Derech Shloshes Yomim Nelech. Let us go for a three-day journey into the wilderness to worship our God, to bring offerings to the Lord our God. It is in response to that request that Paro now turns to Moshe and says, All right, after all the plagues that have rained down on my people to this point, I give in. You have my permission to take that three-day holiday. Go ahead, but Moshe, let's speak honestly. 
you and I both know that religious worship in any community remains the responsibility and the right of a select few. Priests, elders, sorcerers, they are the ones in whose hand the ritual responsibility of the whole people are placed. That's the way it works. Therefore, I ask you, the king says, me, who are they that shall go? Who from among you will represent the people in the performance of this desert ritual? Let me know, provide me with a list, and I will allow them to leave. Moshe's emphatic answer is now understandable as well. He turns to the Egyptian king and he says, you still don't get it, do you? There is a new world, a borning, and we will no longer be bound by the old rules. No longer will religious worship remain the purview of the chosen few elect. A nation is coming to existence that will teach the world that religious participation is open to all. We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters. No one is to be left and nothing is to be left behind. For our Chag Lashem, our festival for the Lord, of the Lord, will only be complete if all are present and involved. If one is left behind, then we will be incomplete. Moshe's ringing proclamation reminds us that the narrative of Yitzhak Mitzrayim chronicles not only a people's bid for freedom, but the beginning of a new chapter in the relationship between God and man. Step by step, a nation is forged that will be based on personal observance, study, and spiritual quest. A nation that will teach the world of every human being's right and responsibility to relate to his creator in active fashion. With Yitzhak Mitzrayim, 